Hi, Mike Stacy. 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 Hi, We're at Cafe Anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton. Mike's Daily Podcast. On FF episode 2282. Okay, thank you for discovering this podcast. I know in this world where you're being Mike's shoved daily. a bunch of podcasts Podcast. in your face, like the yeah. stuff from the Joe Rogan, the NPR, the Slate, the ESPN, all the other places. That podcasts come from And you find a little independent fella Somebody doing something on his own Thank you for doing that And finding that Because it's a difficult This world It's so hard to find podcasts You know I used to roll the dice Feel the fear in my enemy's eyes Listen as the crowds would sing Now the old king is dead Long live the king One minute I had held the key, next the walls were closed on me, and I discovered that my castle stand upon pillars of salt and pillars of sand. And then Coldplay and Chris Martin said, Mike, I think you're singing me lyrics. Those are the lyrics to me songs with the Coldplay. And I said, thank you, Chris, but you wrote a dang good song. I liked it. I hear Jerusalem bells are ringing. Roman Calvary choirs are singing. Be my mirror, my sword, my shield. My missionaries in a foreign field. For some reason, I can't explain. Once you'd gone, there was never, never an honest word. And that's when I ruled the world. That was when I ruled the world. By Coldplay, Viva La Vida, the name of that. Which I believe is Spanish for... Live the life, if I'm not mistaking. Roman Calvary, the quaking. The podcast picture is of my wonderful late great dog, Basil the Boxer, who would not approve of my cat that I have now. We're kind of watching, taking care of two cats now. But that was when I ruled the world, when the late great Basil the Boxer lived. And his back legs went out before... The rest of him And he still wanted to walk And still wanted to go around and sniff And I held up his back end With the help of a harness And We would go to all kinds of wonderful places Like Emeryville The beautiful marina there If you have not been you should check it out Emeryville Where Pixar lives Not the Pixar Pier And Pixar Land And California Adventure Next to Disneyland Nope Doesn't exist there But hey If you want to believe that Feel free I wanted to bring up Creativity On today's podcast Because I believe Inside of us There is a creative person Struggling to get out And a thin person Maybe a fat person too But there's that And we should Embrace our creativity Creative Solutions To the problems In our life Make our lives more interesting If you try a creative way out 
I think you can pat yourself on the back and go, I think I did the best I could in that situation, coming up with creative answers. One of the most creative people I have ever known in my life, never known him personally, although I've known someone similar to this person. I had the absolute honor of meeting, and I want to butcher his name, but I believe it's Sergio Aragones. And I used to, when I first saw his name, I would say Sergio Aragones. But I met him, the famous cartoonist who wrote and drew the tiny little cartoons you used to see on the borders, on the margins of Mad Magazine. One of my favorite magazines. Well, there was Crazy Mad Magazine and Cracked. And Cracked is, I think, online now. It's changed it to something completely different. But they would do, you know, their spoofs. Mad Magazine would... Take Star Wars and make it Star Wars. Jaws, I think they turned into Jod or some. I, I forget. They had all kinds of goofy. They turn all the big movies into. In fact, most of the movies in the 70s and 80s I never saw. I'd read the spoof of it, the satire in Mad Magazine, and I'd go, oh, that's what it's about. Okay. Grease, I think they called it Cease. And you basically. You had to know what the melody line was And then they would change the lyrics to goofy things And make fun of the movie and the actors And it was great stuff Which was founded by Oh, I forget his name But I found out recently The guy that started Mad Magazine Was actually a a big comic book publisher Back in the day And in fact, that's why In Mad Magazine Sometimes there would be a little comic book Stuck inside in the middle of the magazine And it would look like those retro old comics But be very irreverent And crude and bizarre But no So I met Sergio uh, A couple times Because he lived in Ventura County He had a studio in Ojai And he told me Because I used to tell him Hey, I work from uh, seven to midnight on the radio. I, I, otherwise, I'd, I'd come visit you. He goes, "You do? You know what? You should stop by after your shift at midnight." And I did one time, but he wasn't there. But he had this cool studio in Ojai, and very tall guy. He had a very tall wife. I remember the wife was as tall and as big as him, and they both had all this hair. They had so much hair, both he and his wife. I was me being follically challenged. I was a bit envious But Sergio Amazing artist He also did uh, Gru There was some kind of Comic book called Gru Where he I think the guy Is some kind of uh, Like Like a Barbarian You know Back in the day Bows and arrows And It's Maybe Roman Empire I don't know Something like that So Got the chance to meet him I don't know if he's still around But someone I would love to meet is Gary Larson, another amazing cartoonist. And his wonderful comic, The Far Side, one of my favorites is that I'll always remember. You know, he had the talking cows and whatnot. One of them, uh, it shows a guy with a paintbrush and a bucket of paint. And he's out in front of a house. And on the mailbox, he's painted the words mailbox on the car he's painted the word car on the dog he's painted the word dog and he says to his wife that should clear up a couple things around here I thought that was funny but so Gary Larson said in a recent article for the Costco connection which 
reminds me I need to go and pick up a couple things. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley to today. Cafe anyway, the last place on earth. And I also need to get there early because they shut down the kitchen by 8. You can't get a hot dog, one of their hot dog deals, if you go anytime after 8. You got to order the food beforehand. And that's how they they roll over there. Gary Larson says, I still enjoy getting an idea and playing with it, fleshing it out and seeing where it might take me. But now that I'm working in this digital medium, I have a lot more tools. So it's opened a lot more doors for exploring and expression. It's a lot like being in a lab and experimenting with chemicals you don't fully understand. And you don't know if you're going to come up with something great or blow the whole place up. Gary Larson's The Far Side has influenced countless cartoonists, but who influenced him? Gary Larson says, for me, I probably all, it all started with Alley Oop. Remember that? Um, it was a caveman comic in the Sunday funnies. As a kid, I was fascinated with the dinosaurs in that strip. Another influence was Mad Magazine. Oh, but he doesn't mention Sergio Aragones. He mentions Don Martin. And yes, I love Don Martin too. I have a book at home that he put out a paperback comic book. It was like a paperback book, but it was all comic. It was a, you know, it was like a comic book inside the paperback book. And it was called Captain Klutz. But it was Don Martin. Uh, was it called The Lighter Side? He'd do all these funny cartoons And like The Simpsons Every cartoon that Don Martin drew The characters had specific looks to them Like you know with The Simpsons They all have that overbite With Don Martin everybody had a huge chin And Gary Larson goes on to say uh, one of its regular contributors, Don Martin, he admired him. I was also greatly taken with the cartoons of Gone Wilson, B. Clyburn, and George Booth. Now, I don't know who they are. If you know who they are, leave a comment in the comment section down below. I, I'm getting so sick of hearing YouTubers say that. I was having a conversation, very long, two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour conversation with a guy I work with named Masa. And Masa said to me, you know, I don't think podcasts are, you know, growing the way everyone thought they would. Podcasts would become part of society. Everyone would like them to get more and more popular. But the problem is so many people are doing podcasts now, as I was just discussing on the previous podcast. And look at me, I've done over 2,282 of them. So, yes, I've done a lot of podcasts. But... Now it looks like the video world is more interesting Not just video games but YouTube videos The amount of videos watched is like the most that YouTube has at this point It's broken all kinds of records for YouTube now People are watching, they're following YouTube channels I think this is maybe the way it's going Is people aren't so much listening to the audio as they want to watch the video They want to be distracted And and they get you know sucked into Maybe a bunch of binge watching Like they would do with Netflix And now YouTube's got the shorts thing Where they got They're trying to compete with Snapchat And Instagram And all the other people that do the short videos 
Vine's not around anymore, but I don't think. Which launched Sergio Mendez? No, Sergio Mendez. Sean Mendez. <laughs> I'm old. Sergio Mendez. Dang it! Now I can't think of the song. Oh, this is gonna bug me. Sergio Mendez's big hit that he had in the uh, '80s was Brazil '66, right? And. Mas que nada But what was the ballad? The Oh Shoot Yeah nobody remembers the ballad anymore The ballad was huge Um And then he <laughs> It's not living inside myself That was uh, Gino Vanelli Oh Sir Okay, well, I'll have to look it up later Middle career Oh, wait a minute, okay Ninth discography He, well, it really People have completely forgotten what he did in the 80s In the 80s, there was Okay, Sergio Mendez, that was on A&M Never gonna let you go I'm gonna hold you in my arms forever Lead vocal performed by Joe Pizzullo So all the times that I played that song When I was working for an adult contemporary station Back in the early 90s We played soft hits You gotta watch how you say that Because you might say something that doesn't This sounds something completely different We never said Joe Pizzullo We always just said Sean Mendez Sergio Mendez rather Is he related to Sean Mendez? I'll look that up too But Joe Pizzullo Sang that Gonna hold you in my arms forever Gonna try to make a plan to die Revert you so Earned a spot in Coach Gwen Stefani's seat Oh, his daughter was actually on The Voice Speaking of music In the world of music Have you noticed that when Google does an instructional video They usually have a song that has like a clap like this And then there's like some little glockenspiel thing going Or there's whistling And then like fast video edits And then then like teaching you I don't know what what it is with the It's the Google clap Everybody Phrasing It does sound a little odd Alright so in this world of podcasts World And trying to find You know new things to listen to Or watch But maybe Maybe you No Mike I want to stick to the audio I want to stick to audio podcasts Someone wrote a very interesting Article in Buzzsprout buzzsprout Buzzsprout.com It's no secret that podcasts have a serious discoverability problem It's difficult to find high quality shows That aren't created for mass market appeal With six figure budgets and teams of sound engineers So how can you find that diamond in the rough? How do you find the best podcast to listen to On your commute every day? 
Here are some suggestions. You might also like, if you have an Apple device, there's a fantastic feature buried in the Apple Podcast app. When you navigate to find your favorite podcast, scroll down to the bottom, you'll see a section called You Might Also Like with a list of podcasts. These are podcasts that listeners of the podcast also subscribe to. It's a great way to discover. Also, ask your friends. Oh, um, you can ask your friends too. Oh, if you're looking for podcasts around a specific topic, you can browse the top podcasts in Apple's different categories and subcategories. You can ask your friends. That's obvious. But if you know of friends that also listen to podcasts, friends that you know also share common interests with, ask them what shows they listen to every week. Same as if you would try to find a new taco place. Podcast Facebook groups. Yes, there are online communities dedicated to sharing and swapping recommendations. There is uh, the person who wants to find a podcast similar to one they already listen to. They can look on Facebook Oh, listen to interview podcasts Sometimes guests have their own podcasts But everybody, like I said on the last podcast Has a podcast that they're doing Or that they've abandoned Alright, and back to music As we're outside a cafe anyway Somewhere in Podcaster Valleyton Have you noticed That, and I talked about this on a recent podcast as well The baby talk going on why are singers trying to sing with a baby voice? And 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 Sean Mendez does that to some extent when he sings. Uh, what what was the first song? Stitches. That one he sang. Let's see. The first line of it was. Oh, he's saying. That's. Uh, um, now, now I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm in the stitches. I remember there was a line in that song that he kind of sounded like a baby. Anyway, I can't cafe anyway think of it at the moment. But many female singers today were signed and developed not because of vocal ability, but because of their looks. In fact, some young music listeners don't even know how to listen to properly trained singers and consider vibrato, melisma, phrasing, and wide vocal ranges to be wrong. In older days, when a vocalist sings a sour note, he or she would have to redo the take. So in older days, producers and executives would put their singing stars through vocal lessons. These days, they often use technology to correct the mistakes, resulting in singers who never work towards strengthening their voices. You know what's funny about that, that what I just read? That was written 11 years ago. 11 years ago And it's only gotten worse And will continue to get bad To the point where You won't hear lyrics anymore You'll just hear Goo goo gaga Because people are just Going to keep Getting more and more Of that baby talk Singing In this article That was written On Answers.com 11 years ago It says Because female singers Nowadays Think it's cool To sing a ba- in a babyish voice and they referenced Britney Spears. 
But female singers such as Mariah Carey sing from the soul. Mariah Carey is actually one of the worst examples you could give as her technique is totally disastrous. For higher registers It's harmful and damaging To sing like that As she sings from the throat Especially in those Disguised Pretended Whistle Registers Does she still sing like that? Because she's in her 50s now, right? I mean, that's not easy to do All those rock singers That sing really high Up there they It's tough for them to do anymore However, I was watching Daryl Braithwaite sing And Daryl Braithwaite was this Australian artist And I got a hold of this cassette that he put out back in 91 And I used to listen to it over and over and over again While I was sitting out on the beach I was living in Oxnard at the time I'd go out on the beach I'd bring with me a soda I'd put it in a cup with a lid And I'd mix... I think it was Coca-Cola and some kind of orange soda. And in Germany, they call that mezzo mix. And I got hooked on it when I was visiting Germany in 86. So I'm out there refreshing myself with uh, like a Coca-Cola mixed with some kind of orange soda. Listening to Daryl Braithwaite. And little did I know... That one of the songs on the album turns out to be one of the biggest songs in Australia's history. And that's a song called Horses. That's the way it's gonna be, little darling. You go riding with the horses, yeah. Way up in the sky, little darling. And if you fall, I'll pick you up, pick you up. He, like every Australian knows this song. It came out in 91. Kids know this song because their parents sang it to them. It's huge. Just big. I, unbelievable. Now, the only reason why I know Daryl Braithwaite was because he had a song in America called Higher Than Hope. That it didn't do that well, but I remember hearing it going, yeah, it's a pretty good song. But he also had some big hits in Australia with One Summer and uh, uh, As the Days Go By. John Farnham sings on As the Days Go By And I recently spoke to a very popular conservative talk show host Who uh, worked for Donald Trump And he was a huge John Farnham fan And he said, oh yeah, John Farnham was really big in America And I told him, no I had to correct him I said, you know what, John Farnham was huge in Australia To the fans of... The Little River Band Who he sang for And to those who Maybe new friends in Australia Who would give them Hey you should listen to John Farnham They go oh wow Richard Marks was a huge fan Of John Farnham But it, really not as well known Here in America But see I know stuff I'm kind of a music nerd Especially with 80's music So this person wrote All this stuff That's to say Oh uh, by the way, J- uh, Daryl Braithwaite's voice still sounds amazing. I don't know how John Farnham sounds, e- sounds these days, but that guy could hit some high notes, John Farnham. The other problem is that even those who take voice lessons are taught in most cases a less all-around singing method and training technique than in generations past. Concentrating on breathing from and specific exercises for diaphragm, are omitted or barely touched in many training regimes today. Further, they are taught to sing in the head 
Or how to get cranium resonance Such as older singers like Johnny Mathis Luciano Pavarotti, etc., who all have wonderful head singing training and cap- capacities. You just don't hear that voicing now, says this person who wrote for answers.com. But it is true today, people are really singing in, in this baby voice, and you're, you're really not hearing good voices. With the pop, I, I, I'm just saying if you just pull. Like the top art I'm not going to say any names But there is that And and you know what That's Maybe it's just a style That's in style now And maybe it could change In the next year or two But it is interesting That there was the baby singing Baby voice We're kind of going A Britney Spears route These days Kind of like the way Madonna sounds When she sings Santa Baby I know she didn't do the original uh, But you know it was uh, Catwoman did the original, right? So <laughs> the original, one of the Catwomen from the TV show. So Eartha Kit, thank you. Oh my gosh, the phone's ringing. Hang on, cafe anyway outside the outside phone. Later that day. Wow, there's bit. I guess there's an accident happening somewhere. That they were telling me about a cafe anyway. So I appreciate that. That they told me that I think we covered just about everything I wanted to cover today Was this, is this a helpful This was a helpful podcast Look who's here Hello my fancies It's Jolly Stewart Gift Shop Supervisor I want to tell you that You know People That Aren't vaccinated That come down With the COVID variant Like I feel really bad for them Mike Matthews You feel bad? Yes Mike Matthews I feel bad uh huh. But then they get mad if they, you know, anybody tells them to wear a mask. So, but like if we who are vaccinated are carrying it, we don't know necessarily. Maybe we give it to them and then we feel bad because we gave it to them. I know, Mike Matthew. Buy a mask today in my gift shop. Yes, and I heard sales of masks have gone through the roof lately. Look, well, along with the, the amount of people watching YouTube videos. There you go. Look who else is here. Hello, Mike. This is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer, Mike. I hope that everything works out for everyone in the end and that people don't sing like babies. <laughs> yes, we need to harness the power of the voice and sing out. Don't try and sound like... I can't see someone who sings like a baby now. Are they going to sing like a baby forever? Even when they're like an old person? You're going to sing like an old baby? Are you going to do the Benjamin Buttons baby? What are you doing? Don't do that. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. Thank you for listening to this podcast. It was a little bit all over the place. But I would like to remind you that if you'd like to hear me on the radio, I am going to be doing my Sunday 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. show. And there's a link at mikesdailypodcast.com to listen to that because I'll have some music from people that don't sound like babies. And it'll be wonderful. Although I should play the babies. That was John Waits' band. The one he did with Jonathan Cain. The keyboardist who later went on to Journey and would do... 
big songs like And now I come to you I'm forever yours Faithfully open arms Someday love will find you And all that stuff Chime in about anything that we covered today 336-MM-DAILY 3 plus 3 equals 6 MM is in Mike Matthews Daily As in what this podcast has done for quite a few days now Look at me, haven't been interrupted too much lately Thank you for that Thank you for listening Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced And performed by Mike Matthews His podcast is super easy to find Download or listen to his show And read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com Email Mike now at Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.